This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Marcus, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Scott and Eric and Josh and newcomer Doug Barron. Welcome to the bench, Doug. Why don't you take a minute and let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. All right. Well, thanks, uh, y'all, for having me. Thanks, Marcus, and, and everybody. It's good to be here. Yeah, my name is Doug Barron. I live in Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas. I've lived here about over 30 years now. It's, it's, it's my home now, though I was born and raised out on the East Coast up in New Jersey. So uh, I grew up rooting for the Mets jets knicks and rangers uh, which has been a, a bit of a uh, an anchor on the sports rooting for for many years and i've i've really hung on to the mets my the mets are my favorite team I'm wearing my mets jersey today uh become a big razorback fan uh since i i've moved to arkansas as well uh my wife's from the bay area so for those teams i spent time in michigan and minnesota so you know but it, uh, if it comes down to ask me what my favorite team is it it's it's the mets nice uh josh how are you doing and uh let us know what you and doug's team name is gonna be yeah i'm doing pretty well so i'm looking forward to this I haven't teamed up with a guest in a while so um not sure you know doug sorry but uh you know i i i, I hopefully i'll get a few answers here and there um <laughs> yeah well let's put a few together maybe maybe hopefully our our knowledge mixes uh mixes well i hope so i, I hope <laughs> so uh and our team uh name today because Doug's favorite player is Tom Seaver. We are going to be Tom Terrific. Sorry, Tom Brady. That's not you. R.I.P. Tom. So it's definitely not Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady died. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he did now. <laughs> uh, did I just kill somebody? Sorry. Dang it. All right. And Scott and Eric, let us know how you're doing and what your team name is. Uh, I'll take this one first. Uh, I'm good. I'm excited uh, to record on a Saturday with you gentlemen. Um, I'm really excited. I've got this sick Minnesota Timberwolves hat that uh, literally came in the mail today. So I was really excited to throw it on, uh, especially with, you know, Josh being on the podcast. If you can't beat them, join them. So Minnesota all the way. Let's do it. Um, Eric and I haven't teamed up in a while either, probably either as long or longer since Josh's team with a guest. So there's a lot of, uh, things happening for the first time in a while today so i'm excited about that as well and eric how are you doing i was good until i just found out this tom brady news it was <laughs> <laughs> shocking um no i'm good i'm getting out of a uh, uh family birthday party so that's always fun um nice yeah <laughs> i told my my wife i had to work and that's true this is work <laughs> I'm going to count it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Scott and I, uh, Marcus, since um, this is your first game, um, we're you know going to break you into this. And uh, Scott's been waiting for this for a long time, I'm sure. So our team name today is going to be the Thirst Quencher. <laughs> mm. So good. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. Now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. 
Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, it's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one, what University of Arkansas alum was inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in 2019 and is the first player ever to be awarded the NBA Defensive Player of the Year in the 1982-83 season? You ready to check that in? Yeah, I'm, it's got to be one of two people, but I, I, think that's, I think that's who it is. All right, well, go ahead and we can check in then. Okay, Tom Terrific has checked in. Thirst Quencher, talk it out. As soon as he said Arkansas Razorback, immediately my mind went to Corliss Williamson, as it always does, as it should. But he's not a Hall of Famer, and he certainly wasn't around in 1982. Okay, so that's better than what I went with because my mind immediately went to Felix Jones and Darren McFadden. So <laughs> I, I'm. It's none of them three, yeah. Uh, I know that you've recently looked at awards. Does anyone's name jump out for the defensive player of the year? No, I didn't go back there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, I mean, I just know Matumbo's won a bunch and David Robinson, but that's not going to help right. anybody in this. Arkansas is killing me. I don't. I know like four people that went to Arkansas, and he won the award in '82, so he was already in the league by then. So if it's like a you know mid to late '70s guy, it's not yeah. a good area for me. What about um? Is it too early for Mark Eaton? Did he go to maybe a little too early? But we might not have anything better. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I. I'm no help. Yeah, I might not even be a center. This could just be a guy that got steals. Um, True. Yeah, this is this is like one of my 100% blind spots is like late 70s, early 80s NBA. Like 85 is really where I started paying attention. So let's go with Mark Eaton. All right. Okay. Thirst Quencher checking in with Mark Eaton. Uh, Tom, terrific. What did you guys have? I guess I'll take this given my uh, uh, my location here. Um, I locked in pretty quickly, but I'm of course now I have to lock in quickly. I've I've got second and, and third thoughts. So uh, there are a couple of good options here. The uh, the late '70s Razorbacks. I've been here since about 1990. Late '70s Razorbacks had the triplets: uh, Ron Brewer, Sidney Moncrief, and Marvin Delph. And Moncrief was uh, a great pro. Uh, probably the Hall of Famer, probably is what I should have said, but you know, another really famous um, Arkansas basketball player is also a defensive specialist was Alvin Robertson, and he, he led the league in, in, in steals, I believe, or was up there a number of times. So we locked, I locked us in with Alvin Robertson, but I'm, I'm starting to believe it was probably Sidney Moncrief because he would have been in the league for three or four years by then. Uh, Tom Terrific checks in with Alvin Robertson. Uh, we're off to a great start in the game. No points on the first question. Uh, the answer is Sidney Moncrief. Um, Moncrief played for the Bucks for 10 seasons, and he actually was back-to-back NBA Defensive Player of the Year. He, the, as soon as they started uh, the award, he, he won it two years in a row. So, Sorry about that, Josh. Marcus gave me a softball, and I, and I, I airballed it. <laughs> so I'm mixing my metaphors there. Doug, I had nothing to support uh, you on it. So you at least, you at least one, you had the right answer in your mix of names. Yeah, yeah it was. 
And Eaton didn't go here, but the big center who went here in the 80s was Joe Klein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember him. He spelled his name funny. Yeah, with an E at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Scott, I was in the same place as you. My first, my, it was like, oh, Corliss Williamson. It was like, wait, right. Hall of Famer. And, you know. I love me some big nasty men. Yeah. God, what a dirty boy. That was, uh, those were some <laughs> years there, man. That was, that was high times here in Arkansas for, for hoops, for sure. All right. Uh, question two. What New York Met in 2018 became the first player in 134 years to give up two home runs as a pitcher and then hit two in the following game? Oh, and he also happens to be the Mets' all-time leader in triples and stolen bases. We're checked in. Okay, Thirst Quencher is checked in. Tom Terrific, talk it out. I'm pretty sure that the Mets' all-time leader in stolen bases and most likely triples is, is Jose Reyes. So Reyes must have must have pitched an inning in a in a blowout, uh, which have been far too common for the Mets lately. But and uh, and then though he certainly didn't hit a lot of two home home run games. That's that's the only thing I can think of. So we checked in with uh, Jose Reyes. All right, Tom, terrific checking in with Jose Reyes. Thirst quencher. What did you guys have? Yeah, so the first thing I typed to Eric was Jose Reyes, uh, and then I said, did he go back? Uh, because I think I remember him going back to the Mets for 2018. And then we were trying to think, is this someone that just shares a name with Jose? Like, is there a relief pitcher or something named Jose Reyes and then the other Jose Reyes and trying to figure out if it's someone that shared a name? And I'm like, well, I don't think it's Roger Cedeno or Mookie Wilson or other guys that got a lot of steals as a Met. So we ended up just checking in as well with Jose Reyes. Thirst Quencher also checking in with Jose Reyes, and both teams will be getting points. The answer is Jose Reyes. Yep, uh, blowout uh, loss. Uh, Reyes said it was a dream come true that he finally got to pitch in, the, in a game, and he gave up two home runs. And then the very next day, hit two home runs in the same game. And, well, you had uh, to make up for it, right? Yeah, exactly. You got to even it out. And uh, Cap Anson was the player who did, accomplished this before Reyes. Wow. 134 years wow 134 <laughs> years yeah he couldn't he couldn't have had many two home run games i mean just he just wasn't a, a, a power hitter right you know, especially in 2018 would, yeah yeah he would occasionally turn on one but uh, uh triples were more his thing for sure well great good question three mark your calendar on december 2nd 1991 what slugger set the market and became the first ever five million dollar per year player in major league baseball yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's got to be. We're checked in. All right. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. What do you guys got? Talk it out. What do you think, Josh? So I think the mark it down on your calendar, I think this is Bobby Bonilla. Oh. No, I like it. I mean, my my other thought was I think 90 was strawberries last year with the Mets. But at that point in his career, he certainly wasn't going to be worth five million bucks. He was already cocaine adult and, and uh, uh, by, by that time or, or had been for, for many years by that time. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to, to, to check in with that, Josh. I mean, he certainly that was right in where he was one of the dominant players in the league. Yep. Um, so I, I feel good with Bobby right. Bonilla. Should we, should we go with that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll check in with Bobby Bonilla. All right, Tom Terrific checking in with Bobby Bonilla. Thirst Quencher, what did you guys have? 
Yeah, um, I it almost got past me the the calendar part, and Scott said Albert Bell. I thought that was too soon. Um, so then I thought back to the question. I don't want stuff to get by me today. Uh, so we went with Bobby Bonilla. Both teams checking in with Bobby Bonilla, and both teams will be receiving points. The answer is Bobby Bonilla. So that wasn't the contract uh, that falls on Bobby Bonilla Day, but uh, he did in 1991 in his first contract with the Mets become the first five mil per year. July 1st is uh, Bobby Bonilla Day, and because of that deferred contract by the Mets, he gets 1.19 million every year from 2010 until 2035. Man, what a sweet deal! <laughs> <laughs> right? Nice work if you can get the it. Same as my benchwarmers contract. I don't know why we're all freaking out about it. <laughs> take, take a bunch of zeros off the end of that. And <laughs> put them in front of the one. That's exactly just move them in front. And then you can't cash that check until 2035. So. <laughs> right. That's right. It's deferred in many ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so after the tailgate heading into the first quarter, we have a tie ball game, 20 to 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be pre- and post-game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Pre and post game, question one. What four-time All-Star closer had a 22-year career and is fifth all-time in career saves and is also a second-round pick in the 1997 NFL Draft and set the rookie single-game rushing record that year and also broke Walter Payton's single-game rushing record against the Broncos in 2000? I think I got it, Eric. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're checked in. All right, Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. Talk it out. You know, I'm trying to think of the save parts, and I think Josh is working on you working on the the running back over yeah, there. I, I think the running back is Corey Dillon. So I don't know if there's a closer with the last name Corey, or it could end in you know Core Co. Oh, you had Franco, right? I did have Franco in one of my as one of my save leaders. So oh yeah, we we actually might have had both both parts there. So. So the save leader goes first, right? So that would work. First, what's his first name again? John. John. So John Frank Corey Dillon. Um, if yeah, it does. If you're feeling good about about Dillon, I do feel good about Corey Dillon. I wasn't All right. and and Franco was one of the names that was kind of in my head for saves as well. Yeah, and he's definitely up there in, in the the top handful. He might have retired like at number one or two, but it's been passed since then by a couple of people. I think he was the leader. Yeah. When he retired, but I think yeah. he probably, and it's, it's not surprising that maybe four people have passed him since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we go with John Frank, Corey Dillon as our answer? 
let's let's check it in man all right sounds good all right okay so tom terrific checks in with john frank Corey dylan thirst quencher what did you guys have uh eric was able to get Corey dylan after you know a couple seconds of thinking there and, and filtering through trying to think of the the closer trying to think if anyone had the last name core or anything like that and then i thought 22 year career is a long time you know not many guys have pitched that long and i was like it's not i hope it's not uh now that i'm thinking of it i hope it's not jesse orosco but he wouldn't have been uh that high in saves so uh we also went with john franco or reed dylan both teams checking in with john frank Corey dylan and both teams will be receiving points the answer is john frank Corey dylan franco he was traded from the reds to the mets after six seasons and then spent 15 years there uh he led the league in saves in four times and yes he did retire uh number one in saves and has since been passed um Dylan played his first four seasons with the Bengals before, uh, you know, button heads with management was traded to the Patriots in 04 and set the franchise record that still stands with uh, 1635 yards on their way to their third Super Bowl. Let's move on to question two in pre and post game. What Venezuelan pitcher had a relatively brief career, but has the unique distinction of throwing an almost universally recognized unofficial perfect game and is a nine-time major winner whose nicknames include the Black Knight and Mister Fitness. Doug, should we should we check that in? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll we'll check in. All right, Tom Terrific has checked in. Thirst Quencher, feel free to talk it out. I don't really know that we need to much. It seems like we landed on it, right? It, it, but he's. I mean, Gary Player was in one of those ESPN, the magazine, the body issues and being for like a hundred years old, dude's chiseled. So yeah, it, I can't think of anyone else that would fit the criteria that would work with Andres Galarraga. So, all right, we're checking in with Andres Galarraga, player. Okay. Uh, Thirst Quenchers checked in with Andres Galarraga, player. Tom terrific. What did you guys have? Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, pretty quickly. Um, Doug sent over to me, the pitcher was Armando Galarraga, right? And it was just at the point when I was about to be typing that to him. And then a nine-time major winner. There aren't there aren't a ton who've won that many. Um, and when I was looking at Galarraga's end of his name with the GA, I was pretty sure that had to be Gary Player. So we also checked in with Armando Galarraga, Gary Player. Uh, so Tom Terrific checks in with Armando Galarraga, Gary Player. And one team will be getting points because, unfortunately, uh, did they say the wrong name? Thirst Quencher said Andres. checked in with Andres Galara, Gary Player. Oh, I didn't even notice. I wasn't. I didn't either. <laughs> points to Tom <laughs> Terrific. Yeah, it was. I was trying not to give it away with my face. I was like, oh gosh. But um, the one time I don't look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> So had the correct call been made at first base by Jim Joyce, Galarraga would have thrown the least amount of pitches in a perfect game in the live ball era with 83. Wow. And it would have been the third perfect game in 24 days, uh, sandwiched between uh, Roy Halladay and Dallas Braden. Crazy. Yeah, and you're right. Gary Player is rocked up for being an old man. Uh, And after he won the 65 U.S. Open, he was the first non-American to win the career Grand Slam. 
Yeah, I guess the Black Knight was—he usually wore black, right, out on the uh, on the golf course, or at least yeah. on the, on Sunday. I don't know if it was just Sundays or whether that was his his getup, but uh, but that makes sense. Yeah. On to question three: What Brazilian midfielder was a, a two-time FIFA Player of the Year winner, one-time Ballon d'Or winner, and is on the FIFA video game cover five times, and is a Jamaican sprinter, the Robin to Usain Bolt's Batman? Winning a gold medal in the four by one, and finishing behind Bolt for silver in in the one hundred and the two hundred in the London Olympics. You want to check in? Yeah, sure. All right, let's try it. All right, Tom Terrific has checked in. Thirst quencher. Feel free to talk it out. I'm trying to conjure up some correct answers here. After I screwed the pooch on Mr. Galarraga. I think we're right. I think we're right. I don't think I'm going to get something better than that. Yeah, yeah. good with me. Um, so I had the last name. We're taking a shot on the first name just based on the soccer player. Um, we went with Ronaldinho Johan Blake. All right. Thirst Quenchers check in with Ronaldinho Johan Blake. Tom Terrific, what did you guys have? I think this was a good, uh, a good team effort here. Um, I really did not have much on the, the sprinter. Uh, but they started naming midfielders <laughs> and came up with Ronaldinho. And then uh, Josh, uh, Josh said that, the, that he thought the, the, the speaker was uh, the speaker. The sprinter was, I'm the speaker. He's a sprinter. Uh, the sprinter was Johan Blake, which I would not have pulled. So we also went hoping we didn't have to come up with a first name or a last name. Who knows whether Ronaldinho is his first name or last name. But we also end up, ended up with Ronaldinho Johan Blake. So both teams have checked in with Ronaldine Johan Blake, and both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Ronaldine Johan Blake. Yeah, Ronaldinho, uh, he had he scored 266 goals in almost 700 career club appearances, and he scored 33 goals in 97 appearances for the Brazil national team. And uh, you know, when growing up in high school, whenever soccer was on, it was Ronaldinho. And so I wanted to write a question about him and his name rolled in perfectly uh, with Blake. Uh, Blake is the youngest hundred meter world champion when he accomplished that at 21 years old and is the second fastest man in history behind countryman Usain Bolt. Um, he's actually built like most sprinters and Bolt's built like nobody else. So I don't think he's tied for the second fastest man on earth. Yes. Fair uh, with uh, Tyson Gay. And that's why I knew Johan Blake is because he was flavor text in one of my questions about Tyson Gay, <laughs> who also who ran who, who ran track uh, about two miles from where I am. He was an Arkansas athlete as well. So nice. All right, on to question four: What 2000 AL Rookie of the Year set the Major League Rookie record at the time for saves in a season in a brief four-year career, and is a former number one overall pick? who penned an autobiography chronicling his rookie season titled Give Me the Damn Ball. We're good. Yeah, I pretty much know this one off the bat. Yep. We can check it in. They can talk. All right. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. Talk it out. All right. I figured a wall was going to hit me at some point. So far, so far, it's actually been pretty good here. But uh, um, I'm struggling with both. I don't know the, the book that I should... 2000 AL Rookie of the Year and set 
season record for saves in a short career. Yeah, I think the give me the damn ball, I think, is Keyshawn Johnson, if that helps at all. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Key, key. So, key. The 2000 AL Rookie of the Year, who was a closer. Well, that was Mets, Yankees, right? Uh, World Series year, but that was pretty heavy into fantasy baseball at that time. So, uh, this should ought, ought to be something that, that I can remember. Key. I'm, I'm coming up blank. Uh, uh, I'm going to kick myself for this. I think for missing this one. So Doug, I'm going to be no help to you. So if if you think you can maybe get there, I got nothing. I got you. Keyshawn Johnson. That's what I got you. So I mean, I can think of, I mean, the only keys at the end, I, I can think of her pitchers are John Lackey and uh, Jimmy key, both of whom were starting pitchers, but I'm obviously missing something. Well, it's not Ichiro Suzuki. No. Oh, but it could be could it be a Japanese player? Um, sure, it could be. All right, uh, I think let's just. I, I, it's it's. I'm not going to get there, uh, unfortunately. So, just for uh, for giggles and those other things, should we just go Ichiro Suzuki, Sean Johnson? Sure, that sounds good. I mean, he had a four year career as a, uh, a closer. We know that much, right? <laughs> Flash in the pan closer, Ichiro <laughs> Suzuki. All right, then we'll we'll check in with that wrong answer. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> Tom Terrific checking in with Ichiro Suzuki, Sean Johnson, Thirst Quencher. What did you guys have? Uh, you guys are actually closer than you probably think. Uh, this is a little bit of a know your host scenario um, because it was a Seattle Mariners closer. They went back to back AL Rookie of the Years, uh, you know, with foreigners there. It's uh, former closer Kajahiro Sasaki, Sean Johnson. Or just Kaz Sasaki. Yeah. Don't you dare. Wait for it. Who? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Anyways, Thirst Quenchers checking in with Kazuhiro Sasaki, Sean Johnson, and one team getting points. The answer is Kazuhiro Sasaki, Sean Johnson. So Sasaki came over. He was 32 years old when he set the rookie record after spending 10 years in Japan. And uh, he left the Mariners. Uh, he's a two-time All-Star and left the Mariners uh, after um, uh, or a year prior to his contract being up just to be with his family. He just said, I'm done. going to go home. So only a four-year career. But uh, he had 37, 45, and 37 saves to start off his career. And, uh, yep, Johnson played his first four seasons with the Jets before being traded to Tampa. Tampa Bay for two first round picks where he won the Super Bowl in 2002. All right. Last question in the round. Here we go. Number five. What Nigerian born mixed martial artist nicknamed the last style bender is the current UFC middleweight champion and is an American female track star who married a Longhorn DB and won four total Olympic gold medals in the 400 and 4 by 400 meter relay. We're checked in. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific, talk it out. I don't think I have either of these for you. Coming up pretty blank here. Do you have any track names to, that, that, that you want to throw out? I mean, there's Marion Jones. There's, is there somebody named Lolo as well? Low. I think Lolo Jones was a hurdler. She might have also done, I, but 
I don't know. Even if we came up with that one, if you have no real idea on MMA, neither do I. Yeah. Uh, what do we do? We punt like uh, like Davo and uh, Kells do. We go go Ray guy on this one. We certainly can. Well, maybe <laughs> let's let's go Mitch Berger. He was a, he was a, a, an answer on a early episode. So we're gonna go Mitch Berger, and we are going to punt on this one. All right, Tom, terrific going full Mitch Berger and punting. Uh, thirst quencher. What did you guys have? So I knew the the MMA guy first, and I remember um, the second part. She was, I believe, born in Jamaica, um, but ran for the U.S. Um, and Scott sent over to me Aaron Ross, almost, or I sent it to him. I'm sorry, and he was thinking the same exact thing. So um, we went with Israel, um, Adesanya, Richard Ross. Okay, thirst quencher checking in with Israel Adesanya Richards Ross. And that is the correct answer. Wow. So points to Thirst Quencher. Nice poll, guys. Adesanya's the face of the company right now. He's on the video game. He's the he's twenty and zero. He's number three in the in their pound for pound rankings. He's he's a very good fighter. Um. So Sonia Richards Ross. She married Aaron Ross when they were at uh well met when they were at the University of Texas, and she won the NCAA championship as a freshman in the four hundred and turned pro after her sophomore year okay so after the first quarter thirst quencher is 100 and tom terrific not too far behind at 80 all right round two is going to be david versus goliath david versus goliath this quarter will consist of five pairs of questions one easier david and one harder goliath after hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. So, I uh, at the beginning of this, I told you guys that David versus Goliath is going to be a very simple premise. And this is David versus Goliath Heisman edition. I'm going to give you a school and the year they won. And I just need you to tell me the winner. Question one, David, Oklahoma State, 1988. And Goliath, Southern California, 1965. I'm just going to say this right now. I fear that Eric has looked at this list quite a bit and has seen all these names. So I have a feeling they're going to go five for five on the Goliaths. I'm just going to put that I'm out hoping. there. Thanks. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. No pressure. None whatsoever. Can we change the year to 66? Negative. All right. Sorry. I, I, tru I truly did. And with Eric probably being on in mind, I did... Uh, these are Goliaths. I will tell you that these are Goliaths. Yeah, I'm fine with that. If Doug, if you should we just check in, unless you think you're going to come up with something. I was actually alive then, but I, I, I I'm not going <laughs> to state to me a little bit. But uh, well, you're the only one that's currently recording uh, that was alive then. I'm sure of that, but um, yeah, uh, let's let let I, I'm not. All right, we'll we'll, we'll check vote. in. All right. <laughs> Tom Terrific has checked in. Thirst Quencher, feel free to talk it out. Are you a gambling man? 
Yeah, why not? Because it's one or it's one or the other. It's running, not OJ Simpson running back before the juice, and you think it's between it, the name is either Garrett or Garnett. It's Garrett or Garnett, and I can't remember which one because in my head the R and the N can easily change. Yeah, if I'm choosing, I'm wearing a Minnesota Timberwolves hat, so I think we know where I'm going. If we have, uh, I, I, let's just I say we just play it safe for this one because I it's Bears literally Bears. just it's 100 just a coin flip, and I don't trust it. All right, so you just want to go Barry Sanders? Yeah. All right, so we'll check in uh, with David Barry Sanders. All right. Thirst Quencher has checked in for David with Barry Sanders. Tom, terrific. What did you guys have? Wow. I, I, I apparently set Eric up to to, to fail my expectations early. Yeah, this, this although, is a great strategy I'm, on your end. Although I bet one of those two names is probably the right answer. Cause that's yeah, I think, I, think, I think so. Um, but uh, yeah, we were, I, I didn't have a good thought and especially as a uh a goliath you know obviously oj won one around there probably a little bit after that but um i had nothing and and doug couldn't couldn't find anything so yeah we also checked in with david with barry sanders all right both teams have checked in with david of barry sanders and both teams are getting points 1988 uh the greatest college football season of all time in my humble opinion uh, and the Goliath. Oh boy, Eric, you said it. It is Mike Garrett. Garrett. Okay, and uh, which, if if you were going to go with the coin flip and go with the Timberwolves, you wouldn't have been no, right. You would not have. Uh, so Sanders ran for two thousand six hundred twenty-eight yards, which is still the record. And back then, they didn't uh, include bowl stats. And in the bowl game, he ran for 220 and five touchdowns in three quarters. <laughs> so that's that's without any and he has the the rushing touchdown wow. record, which is 39 touchdowns. So add five to that. And, and he had to play <laughs> with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> and uh, Mike Garrett uh, in his Heisman season ran for 1440 yards and nine touchdowns. And uh, in Super Bowl four. They, there's that famous clip they always show of Hank Stram and his blazer going 65 touch power trap. Yeah. Mike Garrett, Mike Garrett <laughs> scored the touchdown in that, on that play. Uh, they always seem to replay it around Super Bowl time. Uh, all right. So moving on to number two, David, Wisconsin, 1999 and Goliath, Wisconsin, 1954. I mean, where's Matt when you need him? Yeah, exactly. He would have checked in immediately. immediately. He would have <laughs> immediately. I, I'm sure that he's when when he hears this, he's going to be yelling at his phone, screaming whatever that person's name is. I say let's go with it. Okay. There's got to be there's got to be a reason it came to me. Okay. Which we're, we're checked in. We're checked. All right. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. Talk it out. Again, I think we, we, we are very confident on the on the David. Uh, but I mean the couple of couple of names I can pull from the fifties. I'm not gonna mention them now because even in case in case Marcus goes back deep again into into <laughs> into the into the history of this stuff. But I, I'm pretty sure neither of those 
players were from Wisconsin. So I, I think we let's let's take our points and uh, um, and get out of here and then check in with the David. And we were both pretty certain that this was Ron Dane for the David. Tom Terrific checking in with David of Ron Dane. Thirst Quencher. What do you guys have? I swear Matt has brought him up before and his name popped in my head. I'm not sure why, um, but I think 54 Ron Dane was the runner up. Um, no. Um, <laughs> no. Um, Alan Amici popped in my head and I don't know why. Um, I asked Scott, did, where did he go to school? And he said it might have been Wisconsin. And he feels like he's seen him in a red jersey. I have not. I've never watched him play. <laughs> never watched him play, but I've seen photos and stuff. All right. Uh, so we checked in with uh, Alan Amici. All right. Thirst Quenchers checking in with Goliath of Alan Amici. And both teams will be receiving points. Um, you have That's seen Alan Amici play because you. Yeah, with the. Uh, right he's right he's he scored the the winning touchdown in in the game the nfl championship game for the colts right against the, the giants game ever 50, played the one that 58 yeah, the 58 nfl championship amici scored the game winning touchdown you've seen it josh i, I promise you've seen it. no yeah, yeah. no i'm telling you <laughs> yeah no i yeah, haven't yeah. You, you, <laughs> no 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 you just said for every game super bowl was. you've seen it no no you said what you just said uh-huh. about what game it was I've never seen it. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. I've never seen it, and I've never heard of this gentleman. So what? Who? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. yeah. Alan Amici. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. he nope. he scored the game winning. Don Amici. Don Amici. Right? In the, no, no. Is this no. cocoon? <laughs> <laughs> and when Dane left Wisconsin as the all time leading, uh, he left Wisconsin as the all time leading rusher in NCAA history. He's now second behind Donnell Pumphrey, but. Again, they didn't start counting bowl stats until like 2003 or 2002. So he's still uh, the all-time leading rusher in our hearts. All right. (laughs) Number three, David Baylor, 2011 in Goliath, South Carolina, 1980. Scott, we can check in. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific, talk it out. Well, Doug just sent two names over to me. He sent RG3 and George Rogers. Um, how confident are you in that George Rogers? Because, I mean, I am. I, I wish I had my, I wish I could, uh, you know, audibly put my owl out there, but. Uh... <laughs> no, I am pretty damn confident. Yeah, yeah, this is one. I think he's right. I... the only only Heisman Trophy winner from South Carolina. So South Carolina and Arkansas uh, joined the SEC at the same time. And okay. so we learned about each other's history sort of sort of at that I'm, time. And, and he was a big, you know, big name. I don't think he, he had a terribly good NFL career, but I, I'm, I'm almost certain that George Rogers you want, is, is 1980. You want to check in the Goliath with George Rogers? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. We'll check that in then. All right. Good thing I have a teammate who knows some things. <laughs> Tom Terrific checking in with the Goliath of George Rogers. Thirst Quencher, what would you guys have? So like the mid-70s till I want to say maybe the mid-80s, um, it was like the opposite of the way it is now where quarterbacks didn't win every year. It was like an 11-year stretch. It was always running backs. Um, and right in the middle there was uh, George Rogers. All right. Both teams have checked in the Goliath of George Rogers, and both teams will be getting points. 
uh, and uh, yes, the Baylor, you guys mentioned it. Baylor uh, was Robert Griffin the third, um, T's and P's to his knee because uh, we all know what he could have been. Mm. Uh, but Rodgers was selected number one overall by the Saints in the 81 NFL draft, um, uh, right ahead of Lawrence Taylor. And uh, he's still the Saints single season uh, record holder for rushing yards in a season. Question four. This is this should be the Josh. Uh, uh, this would be the the owl round. The for sure. <laughs> Both of them. I won't have heard of either of these guys. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. All right, All right. here we go. Da- David, Georgia, nineteen eighty two, and Goliath, SMU, nineteen forty eight. So just to, just to let you know that the first one when you said it's gettable for me, it wasn't gettable. <laughs> This one, not for me, but maybe my teammate. So I, I think so. I, you, I, 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 do you want to go with it? I, I, I do. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I think that's right. All right. Check it in then. All right. We're going to check All it right. in. Tom Terrific checking in. Uh, thirst quencher. Quench this question. <laughs> Talk it out, please. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me take a sip of this chocolate stout. Speaking of chocolate stout, that was a nickname of uh, I think chocolate stout was a nickname of Doke Walker, which is who we're uh, we're gonna check in with. <laughs> Thirst quencher checked in for the Goliath with Doke Walker, aka chocolate uh, stout. Definitely not his nickname. Uh, Tom Terrific, <laughs> what did you guys have? Well, actually, his nickname is Celebration IPA. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, there's uh, the running back award named after him. I know uh, Darren McFadden here won it a couple times, but he didn't win the freaking Heisman because of freaking Tim Tebow. Okay, I'm done. Um, but I'm, I'm, I agree. I, I, we locked in with uh, Goliath for Doak Walker. Doak Walker, who is also known as Nut Goody Porter. <laughs> yes, I agree with that nickname for sure. <laughs> All right. So both teams have checked in the Goliath with Doak Walker. And both teams will be receiving points. Yes, the running back award uh, has been issued since 1990. Uh, is called the Doak Walker Award. First winner, uh, University University of Washington running back Greg Lewis. Last one in the round. Question five. David, Ohio State, 1974. Goliath, TCU. 1938 you want to just ch- check in with the with the david i i don't have anything on the... if you don't have anything else i say we just check in with what we yeah. got all right we'll Let's check check in. it in all right tom terrific is tom terrific is checked in thirst quencher quench it out so again if it's gettable we just had the the college football running back award so who's the college uh, football quarterback award after uh, Right, I, I'm trying to think of. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the college awards. Like I, I, this is like the one for some reason that that is eluding me. Like the Mackey, Bednarik, the Grozer, the Remington, the Blitnikoff. Like, um, what is the freaking quarterback one? Doug, who's the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> can, uh, can, we, can we can we can we uncheck in? Uh, oh, God. Oh, my Alexa, is my Alexa plugged in? Alexa. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's, Can it's we not. rewind and uncheck? Like, if I heard it, I would know it, but it's not. I'm not thinking. 
it's 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 either read off the ones you know so the blitnikoff obviously the yeah. Oak walker the remington okay. is for uh centers the, and the grows the right. upon her are we really gonna Benaric. name off all these awards okay. apparently all right it's 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 um davy o'brien yes yeah. that is it yes is that we're gonna check in with davy o'brien all right thirst quenchers checked in with goliath of davy o'brien Tom, terrific. What did you guys have? Apparently, we maybe would have had that. <laughs> we have second thoughts. <laughs> I would just let you know, I wouldn't have had it, even yeah. if you would have gone down the route of. Yeah, no, I mean, hearing, hearing, I, I had nothing, but then I didn't sort of take that route, you know, sort of, hey, the last one was an award. This one could be award better. I'm still not sure I would have made it all the way, but once you say quarterbacks, uh, I think it's, but we, we took the, the, Lower hanging fruit and took one of two Archie Griffins, uh, one of two Archie Griffin awards. Yeah. Don't know if it was his first or his second, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that All right. would have been. We'll go. We'll check in with Griffin. All right. <laughs> so Tom Terrific checks in with David of Archie Griffin, and both teams will be receiving points. Uh, yes, that was the first of Archie Griffin's back to back Heisman trophies, only player to do it. And, uh, yeah, uh, 1938, uh, I, I said it's gettable again because apparently that helped with an answer last time. And, uh, yes, it is the Davy O'Brien Award named after TCU uh, 1938 Heisman winner Davy O'Brien. I've actually taken a picture with that in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, it is, old, it is nice. so ugly because it's so old and dirty and just <laughs> gross looking. But, yeah. hey, it had to. All right, that's the end. Nice poll, guys. Of David V. Goliath Heisman edition. Loved it. That was yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. Yeah, was, Josh, how'd you feel? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? We we uh, we got points on every question. We got points on every question. So I this isn't anywhere near the level of frustration. I didn't have any frustration here. Uh, Listen, that game Mason wrote. Every Mason, if you're listening. He's one of our avid listeners, Mason. Um, <laughs> great game. Okay. So heading into halftime, uh, Thirst Quencher has increased their lead by 60 points. They now have 320 to Tom Terrific's 240. All right. It is time for halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question one in halftime. little carryover from the previous round. What former Heisman Trophy winner and four-time Pro Bowler made his Broadway debut in 2016 playing hustling lawyer Billy Flynn in the play Chicago? I just heard this. I did. It too. was on Triviality. They just had a question yes! about this in their latest episode. I found out that Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys was Billy Flynn on Chicago. Thank you, Neil. Then it's it's all right. That's I had to put together where it was. Thanks a oh, lot for stealing my question, Neil. <laughs> That'll get whistled. We're checked in. All right. Uh, Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. Talk it out. Hold on, sorry. Marcus called Neil. Uh, the thoughts of Marcus do not reflect the overall thoughts of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast when it comes to Neil. Okay. Some. Not all. 
half, but not all. <laughs> just, just kidding. We love you, Neil. Neil. We love you. We love you, Neil. Uh, Doug, yeah, I just heard this too. I, I, I think it's Eddie George. Ah, right, right. That you know, I maybe I did listen to that episode of Triviality because I yeah, that sounds really familiar. Sometimes, sorry, Triviality guys. Sometimes <laughs> I do put it on as I'm going to bed and miss part of the show. But um, are you saying it puts you to sleep? <laughs> no, I'm saying I want to listen to it, but I'm I'm old and tired. Uh, <laughs> Once again, the thoughts of this podcast or the guests do not reflect the overall. Opinion. <laughs> You know, you guys, I, I, I love them almost as much as I love you guys. Um, uh, yeah, go, let, let's let's check it in, Josh. Right, we'll check in with Eddie George. All right. After uh, everyone's slandering triviality in some way, both teams nope. have checked in. Whoa, oh, we didn't give our answer yet. All right. <laughs> Thirst Quencher, what did you guys have? <laughs> checked in with Eddie George. Both teams have checked in with Eddie George, and both teams will be receiving points. The answer is Eddie George. He, uh, it was like 2016. It was like a three-show thing in Chicago, of all places. And, yep, yeah, uh, apparently he did well. The reviews were, were nice. He had a comment. <laughs> he, nice. um, he, he, went, he went to a university I've heard of. Um, what is it? The... Ohio State University, I think. I'm not, I'm not familiar with them. I, I know oh, Ohio right. State University. <laughs> oh, that's not where I went. Them. It was the same place that Ezekiel Elliott went. It was, oh, the Ohio yeah. State. No, no. I, th- I, th- I, think I think Robert Smith went there, too. wrong again. I think they both went to Ohio State University. Santonio Holmes, I Didn't think, Didn't Troy Smith win a Heisman? Yeah, he also, they all went to Ohio State University. You guys Ohio are correct. State, Troy Smith. All right. Let's get this back on track Kill here. <laughs> Good luck, Mark. Uh, Kill all us. right. Yeah. <laughs> question two and <laughs> question two in the halftime. Question two. Andre Bad Moon Risen led the NFL in receiving touchdowns with 15 in 1993 for Atlanta and was the fifth receiver in NFL history with 60 touchdowns in his first six seasons. What rapper and singer accidentally Burned down Ryzen's home on June 9th, 1994. We're checked in. All right. Yeah. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. Accidentally. Talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Josh and I gave us each other nods. So you would you want to take this one? I, I think I, I think we're confident. Lisa we need middle name. Lo- Lisa Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> right. That's her, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what what I thought so as well. So let's check it in. Or Lopes right. or Lopez or we'll check whatever. in with Lisa Left Eye Lopez. All right. Tom Terrific has <laughs> checked in with Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Thirst Quencher. What do you guys have? She's probably dead. We checked in <laughs> with Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Rest in peace. Is, is is there is there debate on if she is or not? Jeez. You know, she died not long from Aaliyah, and since Dan tried to bring her back from the dead. I just want to make you know she's probably dead. She's don't be looking for she's new material. Definitely yeah. dead. Uh, uh, yes, the the both teams are getting points. The answer is Lisa Left Eye Lopez. They were in a fight. Uh, she apparently lit some clothes on fire and left him in there in the in his whole mansion burned down. So uh, yeah, if, yeah, according to the wow. the very very well reviewed TLC movie, it was uh, his sneakers. <laughs> yes, sneakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I seen a rainbow yesterday. <laughs> Gosh, there was a 
there's a TLC movie. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 phenomenal. Kiki Palmer's in it. It's great. Yes. Uh, much yeah, love to TLC. Oh man. I was wondering where this question was going. I'm like, this is yeah, right, this, right. this could only go one way. I knew this could only go. That's why I had to add that once. flavor text because I was like, they're gonna know as yeah. soon as I say Andre Risen. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. they know where this is going. All right. When it comes to halftime yeah, questions. Did. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I say that right about. All right. Anyways. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> All right. Question three. In the season four episode uh, of the league entitled "The Curse of Shiva," Pete runs into Adrian Peterson and find out that he's dating his ex. What is Pete hopeful that Peterson's nickname doesn't stand for? I have nothing for you, Scott. So I, I figured. This is the one time when, oh. sorry, Josh, but I wish Josh was my partner. Well, I'm not sure. God. Yeah, but I feel like between I, I know the two I've of seen us, it, but... if we talked it out with what we know about the league, oh, we could probably prob- figure it out. You're probably right, but now that's not going to help. Well, unless we both want to get points. We could make Unprecedented, both teams just want to get points, and they talk You know what? We could make teams. a truce, Josh, because we're getting zero, or we're both getting 20. Oh, man. What? I'm just trying to recall the episode. We'll, but... It's the uh, season four episode, Curse of the Shiva. Yeah, I got that part. <laughs> Would it help if I gave the girlfriend's name? Uh, no, I assume it's Megan, his ex-wife. That's what I was thinking this entire time. But maybe that's what's throwing me. I, I got nothing. Like, I, There's a couple things running through my head, but because I, I want to hear Josh try to talk this out, we're <laughs> checked in. You know what? Right. <laughs> thirst, thirst quencher has checked in. <laughs> Tom, I think that's Tom it. Terrific. No, out. no, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of joke answers, which may actually have been closer, you know, to. Uh, um, I, I think we. It's, it's Sasaki. It's Sasaki. Kaz Sasaki. I think we got there. All right. Um, so you go. You 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 go it. So, so. So his nickname is AD, not AP. So it's Thank AD. You, so and it took a long time for me. I was like, I was really trying to think. And I, I was like, I think it's Dong. And then, and then Doug sent <laughs> over to me, awesome question mark. <laughs> and I think that is the answer. I think the answer is awesome Dong. <laughs> All right. We're going to check that in. So Tom Terrific <laughs> has checked in with awesome Dong. Thirst quencher, what did you no. guys have? Uh, I kept trying to think of something that would fit, given in mind that sometimes Dan listens to the show with his kids in the car. And I I, I, <laughs> I tried to keep that in mind as well. Uh, but being in that it's the league and it's Pete, obviously this is going to be something not very appropriate for children. Um, it's not something I, I didn't come up with awesome dong. Uh, very, very close um a awesome <laughs> is what we checked in with <laughs> all right it's <laughs> a good it's a good pre and post game also however <laughs> <laughs> all right thirst quencher has checked in with awesome <laughs> one team will be oh, getting no. points oh no the answer is awesome dong <laughs> yeah so, that's more of a pete so, phrase so, he, he, yeah he would say so dong. pete uh and his ex was Gina Gibiotti, played by Brooklyn Decker. Oh, and, the body. Yeah, the body. Uh, uh. And uh, 
Yeah, Pete. Once they find, once he finds out they're, they're dating, he gets a picture with AP, and he's staring at him all weird. And as they're walking out, he turns and he goes, "Oh, I hope AD doesn't stand for awesome dong." <laughs> I, I remember the scene now. Thank you for painting that picture. All right. Question four. In the music video for Big Pun's 1990 song, What You Gonna Do, what two NBA stars and New York City legends appear hooping on the blacktops throughout the video? I don't know if it would be this guy, but he's a New York legend. I think that's it. I think it's those two? I think so. I'm familiar with the video. Okay. I'm familiar with those New York legends. <laughs> I think... I think it, I'm more familiar with the second one than the first one being in. There. Oh, I, I can tell you why. So let's just let's go with that. I don't think that's okay. All right, we're gonna check in. All right, thirst quencher is checked in. Tom, terrific. Talk it out. You got anything? I, I don't know the video. I don't know the song. Yeah, yeah. So New York City playground legends, right? But do they were they? I mean, New so York it could be legends. that they played with the the Knicks, or they could have been. You know, there are a lot of lot of well-known players who were you know who went to to, to college who were first playground legends mm. so i wrote i wrote chris mullen right who was who was a new yorker went to st john's but i don't know whether he fits there and, and wasn't wasn't marbury oh, was, wasn't starbury a, a playground legend or probably or was was sebastian telfair wasn't he a new york kid uh maybe i, mean, I don't know what a star an nba star yeah. though yeah but nba call all other players stars no oh, fair yeah. enough I mean, Chris well, Mullen, it feels like he'd be a little old to probably be in a 1999 right. rap video. I'm assuming it's a rap video. So, yeah. What you going to do? <laughs> yeah, okay. so, so, you know, That's, so the Mets, yeah. uh, the, the Mets, the Knicks had good, you know, the, their last kind of set of good teams there in the mid, mid, late 90s, you know, with all their battles with, uh, with the Pacers there, right? So, you know, could it be Starks and Ewing? Uh, there. Uh, you want to go with Starks and Ewing? Just uh, sure. Because uh, I, I, you know, the, the the playground legends might be the right way, but I don't know. I, I sure. All right. <laughs> we'll we'll check in with with John Starks and Patrick Ewing. Incorrectly, I think. All right. Uh, Tom Terrific has checked in with John Starks and Patrick Ewing. Thirst quencher. What did you guys have? So, yeah, the 1990 thing, which what I thought I heard was really throwing me off. And and once we got the clarification on that, uh, that it was 1999, it made it a lot simpler. Because in my head, I immediately jumped to Stefan Marbury when I hear New York legend because he was a playground legend. Um, a couple of months right. ago, I watched um, his Netflix documentary, A Kid from Coney Island, and they were, you know, delved into that more. Uh, so I, I would oh. be very surprised if it wasn't him. Uh, and then trying to think of who the second person would be. I know the other New York City legend who came a couple of years before Starberry, who kind of laid it out for him. He also went to Georgia Tech. He was also a point guard, also played for the Nets, was Kenny Anderson. And I know that the two of them were very close um, and had a close relationship. So after I typed Kenny Anderson to Eric, you know, we didn't think we'd come up with better answers. So we checked in with Stefan Marbury and Kenny Anderson. All right. Uh, thirst quenchers have checked in quenchers thirst quenchers checked in with Kenny Anderson and Stefan Marbury and one team will be getting points it is the answer is Kenny Anderson and Stefan Marbury oh. would have never got the second half then yeah I I, I, I probably wouldn't had had I not watched that 
that Netflix thing a couple months. Like that would have never been in, like I, like I said, I was going down the Sebastian Tell fair, and then who was the? Isn't there a Lopez? Oh, uh, Felipe Lopez, yeah. Felipe yeah. Lopez, like once again, not NBA stars, but like. Uh, okay, number five, the show Ballers aired for five seasons seasons on HBO, centering around Dwayne Johnson as a former player turned agent. But what Oscar-winning actor's son plays talented but dysfunctional Green Bay wide receiver and client of of The Rock's character, uh, Ricky Jarrett? Okay. Yeah. All right, that's that's what we're going to go with then. I mean, uh, okay, so uh, Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific, talk it out. Well, we were trying to think of actors' sons, <laughs> Oscar winning, and trying to narrow it down, maybe thinking that the, the winner uh, was black. <laughs> and uh, uh, I But I, is that a reasonable, perhaps, I, assumption? I, I, it, yeah, it's a yeah. it's, it's probably it's an assumption to... that gets us closer to getting to an answer than if you went the other route. I don't know. You don't think Ricky Jarrett sounds like a NASCAR racer? <laughs> it, yeah, there's Dale it's Jarrett, Jarrett right? a yeah. white wide receiver. Okay, it's Green Bay. <laughs> Ricky Bobby Jordy Nelson uh, uh, or something like that. Um, uh, so I mean, I can't. I mean, Denzel Mahershala Ali, but I don't think he would have. Jamie Foxx is one. But to have a child who's old enough to be in a TV show right now as a professional athlete. I mean, that's mm. where Denzel would be the yeah. name I would. I can't yeah. think of many others that, I mean, sure, like Sidney Poitier. Poitier's probably too old. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a feel, it feels like Denzel is probably age wise. Mm. I, I can't think of anyone else kind of in his age that. Okay. Yeah, Lou I don't. Gossett I don't have any idea yeah. if he has a son who's who acts. I have no clue. Yeah, you want to go in with Washington? Uh, since we can just give a last name, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's check in with Washington. All right. Okay. Tom Terrific has checked in with Washington. Uh, Thirst Quencher. What did you guys have? I. I mean, it was just a thing. I knew Denzel Washington's son was in the show. I did not know his name. Um, I just happened to read about it. And so we went with Washington. Both teams have checked in with Washington, and both teams will be getting points. Uh, the answer is John David Washington, um, whose breakthrough role was in uh, Spike Lee's Black Klansman. And, and uh, m- most recently, uh, Tenant, uh, that, but I didn't feel like being confused for two hours, so I didn't watch it. Um, because uh, Christopher Nolan likes to do that. Uh, so John David Washington actually played football at Morehouse College and uh, led the conference in rushing his senior year. Uh, and then he uh, went undrafted in the 2006 NFL draft, bounced around to a couple practice squads, and then went into acting after that didn't work out. Heading into the second half, uh, the difference didn't change because each team missed one question in halftime. But your current scores are Thirst Quencher with 400, Tom Terrific with 320. Heading into the second half, uh, the difference didn't change because each team missed one question in halftime. But your current scores are Thirst Quencher with 400, Tom Terrific with 320. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. 
We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Order number three will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question one in the missing link. What American swimmer at age 17 won four gold medals and a bronze in their first ever Olympic Games in 2012? I think the, the age works, Scott. I think so, too. All right, we'll check in. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific. Talk it out. Well, uh, Doug sent over. He's like, is this Katie Ledecky? Her huge wins were in 2016, I think. And that is correct. Hers were in 2016, uh, 2012. I'm quite certain the, the big breakout was uh, Missy Franklin. So we're checking in with Missy Franklin. Tom Terrific has checked in with Missy Franklin. Thirst Quencher, what did you guys have? Almost the same thing. It's just Missy Franklin's age, I think, lined up better than Ledecky's. So uh, we went with Missy Franklin. Both teams have checked in with Missy Franklin, and both teams will be receiving points. She competed in 2012, and she competed in Rio in 2016, but did not qualify for the finals in any event, and she retired in 2018. All right. Do we have any uh, guesses for... I have an idea. I have an idea as well, but... uh... (laughs) We I, have all have, ideas. I have about like five or six ideas. So. I have yeah. a different idea, yeah. So we will move on to question two. What golfer started his PGA Tour career with 22 consecutive cuts made, second only to some guy named Eldrick, and at age 23 has already already has three tour wins, including the 2020 PGA Championship? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to check a name? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's right. We can just go with the last name. <laughs> I think you're right on both, so but yeah. Okay. We'll we'll check in. Tom Terrific has checked in. Thirst quencher, talk it out. I mean, all that other stuff doesn't I mean, I just know that was it Colin Morikawa won I believe he won the twenty twenty PGA. Yeah, it would make sense that they might just be checking in with the last name. The name is familiar to me. I didn't know his first name was Colin either, but that sounds good to me. All right, let's check in with the All right. Thirst Quencher has checked in with Colin Morikawa. Tom, terrific. What did you guys have? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, this was such a weird, weird year for golf with everything at different times and the Masters in November and stuff. But I did remember, I don't think I had not been following it very closely, but I did remember seeing uh, this very young and outstanding golfer uh, take that home. So we locked in with Morikawa as well. Both teams checked in with Morikawa or Colin Morikawa and both teams will be getting points. It is Colin Morikawa. Um, His final round 64 at the PGA championship was the lowest 
or tied for the lowest final round score uh, by any PGA uh, championship winner. Yeah, I, I definitely had seen that when I was making, when I was writing the 2020 year in review. So mm-hmm. <coughs> as soon as I, you put that over, it was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was the one. When we were playing the game, I was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. waiting, waiting for that one. To, I was, <laughs> I was waiting to have to scrap my entire. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that one I, I didn't need that one. So you're welcome. Moving on to question three, what man was the third overall pick in the '96 NBA draft, and is a one-time All-Star and the second ever pick of the Vancouver Grizzlies? Okay. Let's. You want to send it? I'll send it. Yeah, you send it, and we'll uh, check in as well. You want to also send and check in, Josh? Oh, sorry. Yep. I mean, we're not sending anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll send first. Hurry. <laughs> or after, after, after them. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> Thirst Quenchers checked in. Tom, terrific. If you even need it, talk it out. Well, after the first couple, I started thinking about, hey, maybe these folks went to the same. Uh... Uh, don't, don't, don't talk no, too no, much no, about no, the theme. Don't okay, oh, don't talk to the theme. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> well, I, I didn't have a clue on, on this one, so go go ahead and, and with the. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to take my words back here. Sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but, but you you pulled you pulled this one, so I'll let you you take. Yeah, that. yeah, and this actually fits with our other thing. So, um, pretty sure this is uh, Sharif Abdur Rahim who was drafted by uh, the Grizzlies. So we're checking mm-hmm. in with that. Tom Terrific has checked in with Sharif Abdur-Rahim. Thirst Quencher, what did you guys have? Yeah, I, I figured Josh would know this one, knowing the the 96 draft, you know, Stefan <laughs> Marbury and all. Um, also checked in with Sharif Abdur-Rahim. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Sharif Abdur-Rahim. Sharif was traded by the Grizzlies on draft night in 2001 along with the 27th pick to Atlanta mm-hmm. in exchange for Brevin Knight, Lorenzen Wright, and the rights to third overall pick, Pau Gasol. Uh, Lorenzen Wright, rest in peace. Yep, big rip. Knight, Wright, and Wrights. <laughs> Knight, for? Wright, and Wrights. And, that and was, then realize I then did Pau Gasol. That draft, that was that's yeah. an incredible draft. 96? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that draft. It's one of Jeez. my favorites. On to question four. What 17-year Major League Baseball vet and five-time All-Star is also the 2000 NL MVP and the all-time leader for home runs by a second baseman? Which <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom, terrific. What do you guys got? Or uh, talk it out, please. Don't have a whole lot yet. I, I, I can't match it up with our theme answer yet i've got one possibility what's who do you got uh uh jeff kent had a bunch of years where he he was a a good strong home run hitter as a second baseman um i I, I think i think he won the 2000 nl mvp yeah that sounds sounds familiar and Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he was the one who has the career oh yeah record for second baseman yeah for home runs 17 years all frequent all all star yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know if he fits our theme or not. I'm assuming he probably does, but I don't have that. Shall we check it in? Yeah, I say check it in. So we're checking in with Jeff Kent. Tom Terrific has checked in with Jeff Kent. Thirst Quencher, what did you guys have? Former reality TV star, former New York Met for you, Doug. Uh, We checked in with Jeff Kent. Both teams have checked in with Jeff Kent, and both teams will be receiving points. 
Jeff Kent, obviously a great power hitter for the position, as you guys discussed. But my favorite thing about Jeff Kent is that the feud with him and Bonds culminated in a fight in the dugout in 2002. And everybody saw that. It was all over the place. But the feud was so bad that the San Francisco uh, beat reporter for the team said that the one who lives longer will attend the other's funeral just to make sure he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much visceral hate was going on between Jeff Kent and Barry Bonds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's intense. (laughs) He printed that in the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) That's a blood. That's a bludgeon right there. Boy, killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, (laughs) not great. On to question five. What five-time Pro Bowler and two-time All-Pro rushed for 10,000 career yards and 85 touchdowns, but is more well-known for his strange personality, often quotable interviews, and has arguably the greatest run in the history of the National Football League? We're checked in. All right. Thirst Quenchers checked in. Tom Terrific. Talk it out. Is this Marshawn Lynch? Um, I'm still getting to the, how many pro bowls yet, but yeah, <laughs> that, that makes that, that fits everything. I mean, that, I think. Yeah. that one run that he had where he was just like stiff arming everybody right, yeah. it just, it was, yeah. And I, I think he fits our, I, yeah, I, I do too. I think he fits the theme. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll check in with Marshawn Lynch. Tom terrific has checked in with Marshawn Lynch. Thirst quencher. What do you guys have? Uh, know your host, know the theme. <laughs> <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Both teams will be receiving points. The answer is Marshawn Lynch. It's to me, it's not close. I that run, uh, it was a definitely, especially in Seattle here, it was a where were you when and uh, Tracy Porter, rest in peace. He might as well. I, I would, I'm glad he kept playing because he eventually uh, won a Super Bowl for the Saints, but I would have walked off the field and maybe never stepped on if I got thrown around like a ragdoll like that. <laughs> we had both teams submit a theme to me at the literal exact same time one had to get there first <laughs> yes one did get there first both submitted uh the theme of going to cal or cal berkeley and that is the correct missing link all these athletes went to cal and tom terrific submitted just ahead Wow! Of, I want a screenshot. Uh, I, uh, I almost yes. messed that up for us so bad. I, I sent it so quick as you guys were still talking about should we send it. So, yeah. Yes. Matter of fact, you I got, think I think the it, two things I sent you probably did get there before. Just, like it was just. it was one two bam, and then they hit it right there. Because right. I first sent so. Berkeley, and then I was like, I better clarify Cal Berkeley. So yes. yes. That nope. is the theme. Every you don't day. need a screenshot. I beat you, Eric. Blah. Well, I had the theme of of uh, of a. They probably went to the same college, but I could not remember what where as where soon as Franklin you... went. But but Morikawa. As soon as no. you said Morikawa went to Berkeley. No, it, I didn't say Morikawa. I was talking about Franklin because. Oh, okay. I knew she went to Berkeley after because she had that. She was seventeen. Won all right. those golds. She went to college. Right. She went to That's Berkeley, right. and then you went back saying. Definitely Mark Howell went to Berkeley. Yeah. And then when Sharif Abdul Rahim, I was like, that's Berkeley. So I was like, so I was quickly typing things while we're like trying to maybe check in yeah. or whatever. So, whew. 
my lovely lovely wife was born and raised at least until she's a teenager in Berkeley. So intense uh, in ten cities. <laughs> uh, she, she did a little better. Her dad was a professor there, so she did a little better than that. So anyhow. So heading into the fourth quarter, things are getting tighter with being the first one in with the theme guests and getting all points uh, possible in that round. Tom Terrific is up to 520, only 30 points behind Thirst Quencher, who's at 550. It's, it's, it's a ball game, as they say. It's anybody's game, I think is what we're supposed to say. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up, This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Categories are Party On, 50 Burger, One and Done, I'm Thirsty, and The Long Haul. Party On is NHL, Uh, 50 Burger is the NBA, One and Done is the NFL, I'm Thirsty is WNBA. And the long haul is also the NFL. It is now time for the teams to submit their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in Party On. There have been only two black players in NHL history to be awarded All-Star Game MVP. Please give me one of the two. How do you feel about that, of the two? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I'd feel better about that one. We're going to check in. I don't believe that the other one's a real name, so... All right, Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom, terrific. Talk it out. Throwing around one one name. Uh, first thing I thought of was Grant Fuhrer. The only name I w- was going to come up with was the one you sent me was Grant Fuhrer. Um, I say we go with Grant <laughs> Fuhrer. And all right, uh, it, let's let's do it. All right, we'll uh, we'll check in with Grant Fuhrer. All right, and what did you wager? Uh, we wagered a hundred points. All right, Tom, <laughs> terrific has checked in with Grant Fuhrer. And uh, they wagered 100 points. Uh, Thirst Quencher, uh, what was your answer and wager? We checked in with Wayne Simmons for 100 points. Both teams getting points. Question two, 50 Burger. What player is the NBA's all-time leader in four-point plays and is one of two players in NBA history with 10,000 points off the bench and put up a 50-point game with four different franchises? All right, we're going to we'll check in. Thirst Quencher has checked in. Tom Terrific, talk it out. So, yeah, so like you say, he's a three-point shooter because to to get a four-point play, mm-hmm. um, you know, like sixth-ish man, and he's played on at least four teams. He's probably played. He could have played on more than four. Um, mm-hmm. So somebody who's who's kind of journeyman who can throw up some big games. Yeah, a couple names come to mind now that we're talking about it. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm not going to say anything any of these are right but uh i I don't think jj reddick has had enough 50 point games i don't think he's i don't know if he's playing on four different teams going back a little further glenn rice again i think that might be farther back it's going to be somebody who's either still playing i think or like had or has played in this era of like three pointers Mm -hmm. like you know this three-point heavy i just don't know if there's enough you know getting fouled on three-pointers when you get too far back so could it be somebody like pierce but again, he started most of his career. Though he did, towards the end of his career, he came off the bench. Paul Pierce, I think he only played on, yeah, two teams. I don't think yeah. he played. Somebody's got that pump, that pump fake. Um, so I'm trying to think of six man of the years. 
Corliss Williamson won one, but that's, maybe that doesn't help. He did. Jamal Crawford, I think, has won it two or three times. And he was on the Timberwolves. I don't know if he had a 50-point game with the Timberwolves or not, but he's a guy who definitely is like hot and cold. Like he can just go off on any given mm-hmm. game. I mean, he's definitely a guy that like because I know I was excited when he came to the Timberwolves because you know he's a because that was the one thing that they were lacking was three-point shooters. Right. Um yeah, I don't he didn't who else has he played with. Great. I don't know oh, his career God, that well. He's played with he's probably played with roughly half the league. He's been <laughs> all over the place. I mean, that's a better fit than I think than any any name that um, I, I don't have another name that's that's the best I can come up with with a couple of pieces. Now I, I know you didn't say sixth man of the year, but for a guy who scores that much off the bench, because Crawford definitely most I think he probably started somewhere, maybe earlier, but I know when he was on the Timberwolves, he was a bench. I think he was on the Clippers before he came to Minnesota. So Let, right. let's check it. Let's check it in, Josh. I'm I'm All fine right. with it. Okay. Well, we'll check in with Jamal Crawford. Tom, terrific. Checking in with Jamal Crawford. And how much did you wager? We wagered a hundred points. Uh, thirst quencher. We kind of went about it the same way. I first one that came to mind was Jamal Crawford. Cause he won, I think six man of the year, like three times. Um, I know he's played for a boatload of teams and playing fantasy basketball through the years. I've, I've always drafted him. Cause I know he can have those quiet, like 50 point games. You know, you don't even realize that he just drops 50 on you. Um, so we also checked in with Jamal Crawford for uh, 100 points. Both teams have checked in with Jamal Crawford, and both teams will be receiving points. Uh, it is Jamal Crawford. I, I love Jamal Crawford, Seattle, uh, Seattle native. Um, he dropped his 50 burgers with the Bulls. Got to be the Knicks, right? Bulls, Knicks, Knicks, Hawks. Warriors and Suns. And when he did it for the Suns in 2019, he became the oldest player to do it, passing Michael Jordan at 39 years old. On to question three, one and done. In Super Bowl 22, the Washington football team set a Super Bowl record with 35 points in the second quarter of a 42 to 10 blowout of the Denver Broncos. Doug Williams was named MVP, becoming the first black QB to win a Super Bowl. But what rookie running back who was third on the depth chart going into the playoffs rushed for 204 yards and two touchdowns. And despite this output, his career lasted only one more season. Uh, yeah, we're checked in. <laughs> All right. Thirst Quencher is checked in. Uh, Tom Terrific, talk it out. Super Bowl 22 would have been 88. I th- yeah, or the, After the 87 season, you're right. Yep. So it would have played in 88, I think. Um, but I'm, you know, I was hoping it was Doug Williams. You know, us Dougs have to stick together. But that was too. That'd have been too easy for this boy. I, I'm trying to pull this up. Like I, like after he was talking about it, now I kind of like envision a running back just kind of going off. But I'm just not sure I'm going to get a name. He only lasted one more season as well. Yeah, I'm coming up pretty blank here. I'm... We could try to be strategic yeah, and take a common last name of people who maybe were running backs you know <laughs> there are lots of well with doug williams was the quarterback was there another williams yeah no I mean, do we go do we go lucky john there's, johnson there's here so i don't, back, I don't recall that. lots of johnson running backs like in the 80s like that's more a recent i think i mean obviously you know if oh, you think backs. like yeah. 
Johnson's Smith's Williams. Right. Of course, now I now all I'm thinking is Emmett Smith. I know he's not the answer, but of course that's the when I said Smith, now I have that stuck in my head. Do you have a preference of those? Let's not do Williams unless you think maybe that's the trick. I don't think so. Williams. I don't think so. I, yeah. I, I, that's not. I'm not remembering. Let's do a, Let's do a Smith or Jones. Choose it. Go with Smith. All right. All right. We'll check in with hopefully a lucky Smith. And how much did you wager? A hundred. <laughs> uh, Tom Terrific has checked in with Smith for 100 points. Thirst Quencher, what did you guys have? Of all the times we throw out these Hail Marys, oh, shit. Josh and I have done lucky everything a million times, and it's like never a... worked. But it, it works. It worked this time. It works. You get lucky, Smith. Of course you get lucky, <sighs> Smith. Who is it? You, you can tell him the answer, but you guys deserve to win. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we're not earning this. We we checked in with Timmy Smith. Timmy, Timmy for a hundred points. If you made me, if you made me come up with this first point, first name, that would have not been the name I would have come up with for a guess. If you, we had to have the full name. Thirst <laughs> checks in with Timmy Smith for a hundred points, and the answer is Timmy Smith. So both teams will be receiving points. On to question four. I'm thirsty. What three-time WNBA MVP is one of 10 women's basketball players who have an Olympic gold, an NCAA championship, WNBA championship, and was the first player signed to any team in the inaugural 1997 season? We'll Tom, take <laughs> Yeah, Tom Terrific has checked in. There's Quencher. What do you guys got? This so, yeah, between, this is between Swoops and Leslie, for sure. Yeah. Leslie went to – if she went to USC, I don't think she – they would have won a national championship. Didn't they win with Cheryl Miller? I don't think so. If they did, I, it wasn't with Leslie. Well, she could have been like a freshman, though, because I thought Cheryl Miller was well before that. I was leaning towards Leslie before because of the three MVPs. Yeah. Because Swoops. She went to Texas. I know she like went somewhere. I want to say like Texas Tech. Yeah, and I think they and would then have. And she played in Houston with the Comets, but the three MVPs are throwing me because her teammate, Cynthia Cooper, won like a couple MVPs yeah. while they were teammates. But Swoops, I, I feel like, is more likely to be the first person signed because she had recognition and the league would have been like, hey, we got Cheryl Swoops. Lisa yeah. Leslie was relatively unknown in 97. She yeah. didn't get big. In, be, she got big because of the league, not before the league. Yeah, I think I like Swoops better. My than initial Leslie. thought was Swoops. So, all right. So we're going to check in. With Cheryl Swoops for 100 points. Thirst Quencher has checked in with Cheryl Swoops for 100 points. Tom Terrific, what did you guys uh, have? That's pretty much the discussion we had. <laughs> um, Lisa Leslie won an NCAA championship. Pretty sure Cheryl Swoops did. So we are also checking in with Cheryl Swoops for 100 points. Both teams have checked in with Cheryl Swoops. And both teams will be receiving points. The answer is Cheryl Swoops. Um yeah, Swoops, uh, she won, you know, multiple Olympic golds. Uh, Texas Tech uh, won the NCAA championship in uh, 1993, I believe. She was also a three-time uh, WNBA defensive player of the year. Heading into the last question, Thirst Quencher, uh, they, though they've been perfect. You guys did go 100 on the last one, right? Yes. They've been perfect with gaining 400 points. Uh, Tom Terrific has done the same, so it's still a 30-point difference heading into the last question, 950 to 920. Final question of the game. 
the long haul. The 1974 Pittsburgh Steelers had a truly historic rookie class. These men would help lead Pittsburgh to the first of their four Super Bowl championships, cementing the Steelers' legacy as the dynasty of the 70s. How many rookies in this class would go on to be elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? All right, we'll check in. Tom Terrific has checked in. Thirst Quencher, talk it out. Yeah, I mean, if we don't need names, I think I named three that I think were in there, and I think there may be one more, if not two. Yeah, I, I I feel like it's probably more than four to be like that historic, but I, I don't want to like just take a guess on a number, you know? I can name three. I feel like I should. if it's more than four, I should be able to name more than three. That's in my head. Okay. Because I know I, I know for a fact that um, Lynn Swan and John Stallworth were the same draft. Yeah. And, then, and it's right around the same time for, like I said, I believe Jack Lambert was that same draft. I don't know if it's he could have been 73, but it's around the same time. So I, I think four might be our best bet. All right, let's do it. All right, so we're going to check in with four for 100 points. Thirst Quencher has checked in with four for 100 points. Tom Terrific, what did you guys have? It was remarkably similar. Here, here, here are the Steelers Hall of Famers from that era. How many of them were in the 74 draft? So we were, you know, I was like, it's got to be at least three or four. Otherwise, it wouldn't be that, you know, yeah. spectacular. And then since we were kind of thinking three or four, we checked in with four as well. So though we can't beat them. I was going to say, wouldn't it make sense to go with it? A, a different oh, we checked answer? in before you guys fully oh. checked in. Then you guys kept talking about maybe a right, fifth. Right. But, um, so we also checked in with four. So maybe that helps us get to four digits. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. And we also wagered 100 points both teams have checked in with four for both for 100 points and no points to either team because the answer is five wow hmm. five uh lynn swan jack lambert john stallworth mike webster hmm. the center the center yeah and donnie shell the safety yeah. the first day that they were in the locker room this rookie the rookies were in the locker room and uh Jack Lambert apparently walked right up to Lynn Swan and looked him right in the face and said, I should have been drafted first and like gave him a little tap in the chest and then walked away because <laughs> Jack Lambert's an absolute crazy person. All right. That was the end of the game. We have Tom terrific with 820 and our clipboard captains of the game with 850 points receiving the coveted John freeze award is thirst quencher. Congratulations, fellas. Great game, guys. All right, Doug, I know you're up against a deadline, so uh, any parting words or anything you'd like to – anybody you'd like to shout out? Well, I just had a – thanks for having me on, guys. I had a, a great time. Uh, uh, like I said, Josh and I, I, I think our, our knowledge, you know, meshed together pretty, pretty well today. Uh, and – yeah, just a lot of fun. I love the podcast. It, it really filled up a, a space for me after that other podcast went away. And uh, I've learned a whole hell of a lot about sports. I'm, I'm really impressed with some of the stuff you know about. Uh, you all know. So, but, but thanks for having me on. Great time. Love y'all. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Thanks for coming on. And uh, we look forward to having you back at some point, for sure. Would love to. Uh, and uh, go Hogs. Let's go Mets. Yeah, Doug, right. thanks for joining us. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time. All right, Josh, you have anything to say before we um, take off? You know, I, once again, I find knowledge from doing other studies and whatnot. 
Marcus, you did a great job with your first hosting. Uh, kudos to you. Uh, officially, you know, kind of welcome into this part, the full-on hosting and everything side. So uh, looking forward to many more wonderful Marcus games in the future. Maybe. You might. <laughs> no. All right. No, we, we will. We'll get them. <laughs> Thirst quencher. Thirst quencher. Quenchers. You, you slaked my thirst. Uh, what do you guys have to say before we get out of here? Uh, no, it was a good game, man. It was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I, you know, your rounds were good. The questions were fun. Halftime was, was a lot of fun. Anytime I get to, you know, do my Lisa left eye impression, that's, that's always good. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a well-written game. I think, you know, I think your games are going to be in a good area for me, you know, cause we're like around the same age and I feel like we like similar sports. So like, I'm always going to be happy with the stuff you come up with. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Doug, you know, Doug was a great guest. Happy to have him on. Very competitive game. This was probably, this was like, you know, peak bomb back in my opinion, like as an adversary, I was very scared, uh, you know, for a while. I wish he would play this well when he's on my team, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> um, and I feel like I almost found a new way to lose. Yeah. All right, Eric, what do you got? It was a good game. Um, <laughs> for once in this time, I don't have much to say. Oh, no, I like your game, and I feel like Scott said, I feel like it, your your games are going to kind of line up a little bit with me, um, more so than maybe Matt. But I did I did learn one thing today, Marcus, is that uh, you like the Olympics. And track. Yeah. It's Note to self. Note to self, Marcus Games, heavy on the track in the Olympics. All right. Um, and as for me, thank you guys. Uh, again, I feel like every time that I get to come on here, I get to, uh, like I said, I've been agonizing over this for about three weeks. Uh, uh, just wanting to get it out of the way. And then I feel like this will open the doors for me to just start cranking games out. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. We love you, Neil. Love you, Neil. Yeah, Neil. Um, sorry. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP.